Hey yo, welcome back to AIW's The Card is Going to Change. My name is Ronald Two Legs, and as always, I am joined by AIW owner, John Thorne. What's going on, Thorne? Yo, I'm here. Here we are. First of 2024, trying to get back on schedule after everyone uh, told us that our podcast sucked for the year 2023, so... Yeah, I guess I gotta blame. I gotta take. I gotta take that one. That's on me. Uh, I'm the only thing that really changed. I think about the podcast uh, as of recently. You've always been here, and people liked it. And now I'm here, and they said sucks. So I gotta step it up. I guess. Uh, <laughs> we, yes. we had that. We had that meeting, and Jeff from corporate yelled at me. He was like, "You better start recording that podcast, or I'm gonna cut you." <laughs> no, Jeff, from, Jeff from corporate was not at the meeting. <laughs> let's, let's, let's just let's just get that out of the way right now. <laughs> we did have, we did have uh, a bit of a uh, kind of uh, AIW inner circle meeting. Try to get things kind of, you know, uh, somewhat organized. Um, you know, I feel like we had kind of a kind of like an up and down year, and uh, you know, a small group of uh, people got together. And we discussed positives and negatives and, and everything in between over the weekend. And a uh, big negative was obviously the podcast was discussed as uh, yeah, just uh, something that slipped and something that we got to get back in the routine of and get back in the routine of, of, of not just you and I, which, you know, we're starting off bad because it's just you and I this week, but... Um, well... There, there were, um, you know, it, it was a topic and... Um, you know, uh, I'm, I'm mainly to blame for it just cause, you know, there's just been a, a lot, you know, 2023 was a lot, there was a lot going on, you know, like, uh, started off with my car getting stolen and that took up months of my time. And then, you know, my house got destroyed. That took up, you know, weeks of my time. So there was just a lot going on and, uh, we are hoping to uh, improve the overall quality of this podcast, would you say? Would, would, yeah, I guess. Would you say that's a good description. Yeah, definitely. I guess I just really I'm guilty, and I didn't really think people cared about the pod as much as I, I guess they do. I've had so many people tell me like when we don't put it out and this and that. When I've had asked people, they were like, "Yeah, you know, where's well, it been?" I mean, What's our ratings on? are a little bit better than Pod Van Dam's. <laughs> yeah, that's why well, it's a low bar to jump over, but. Um, you know, I didn't think people cared as much. I thought, you know, more of like, hey, you know, a wrestling company, as long as, you know, we're pushing out these wrestling shows and people wouldn't be too, ba- too you know, mad. But it turns out people kind of missed us and uh, they're looking looking for us. So, yeah, we're definitely going to make a concerted effort. Um, I know we we do already have plans um, to do a couple like roundtable type uh, recordings. We are going to get together here pretty soon get a uh, a cast of AIW, you know, people who were like, on the show. Like how it used, like um, how it used to be, you know, like getting yep. people together live and in person. They kind of went away, you know, during COVID and, you know, just uh, everyone's lives just go in every different direction since then. And it was, you know, uh, also, you know, like I don't have the, I don't have the equipment, like the, the original equipment is used with, you know, the production team and Chase Oliver now they use it. Um, as kind of like a backup, you know, audio recording source. Uh, and then, you know, we got the, I got the new gear set up, but half of it got stolen with, uh, when my car got stolen. So, you know, there's bits and (laughs) bits and pieces. So like we're, we're, we're down a bunch of stuff 
and um, you know now that it's a new new fiscal year, uh, maybe invest in some you know some new mics and, and cables and things like that, so we can get really get the ball rolling on the the live podcast because um, you know like I I know like I see what your viewpoint was because you've kind of you know you've transitioned from this like. Uh, fan role into you know working for the company and you know your main thing was like you know you just want to be at the shows and see the wrestling shows but uh mm-hmm. the podcast and you know all this all the stuff that we kind of discussed over the weekend it's all like complimentary content so like it's you know it for the people that really like you know want more you know they really enjoy the podcast they enjoy you know like the the, the promo reels, what we're calling the backstage pass on YouTube, you know, all kinds of, you know, just all that stuff is complimentary content and kind of gives a little bit more depth to AIW and the company. And I feel that the podcast, you know, especially early on when, you know, when Chandler was still alive and was on it every week, it really kind of, uh, you know, almost made people engage with the company you know, through the podcast, that's how, you know, the Goldstein brothers discovered what AIW was and uh, so many other people kind of discovered it through the podcast. So uh, we're hoping to kind of, you know, raise the bar. We realized that it's, you know, even not even last year, just since COVID, since COVID hit, it was, you know, it's been hit or miss. And, um, you know, it's just uh, repetition and routine are just so imperative with doing stuff like this. And once we got out of that routine, because I mean, it was it, it was released religiously weekly for ever, you know, and then kind of COVID hit and it started getting spotty. And, you know, now that we're out of COVID, it just remains spotty. And then, you know, it turned into, well, we got to make sure we do one before the week of the show. And then like, you know, then it was just like the other weeks would kind of, you know, ah, eh, what, you know, like uh, no one could get together. Like, so now we kind of are approaching it with a plan of attack. Um, so hopefully you're going to see or hear some of the, you know, the old sort of podcasts that people loved and enjoyed. A big thing for me that's tough is, you know, it's just it's big shoes to fill, man. Chandler was so damn good. Like he was so funny and he he remembers everything. Like my memory is dog shit. Like that dude and like if you have if you're newer to the to the promotion to AIW, go back and listen to the Chandler Biggins pods with him and Thorne because the man is just he could remember everything, moments in wrestling, stories from backstage. And he was a great storyteller. He was very good at relaying the stories on the pod, too, that, like, <clears throat> not having Chandler anymore, it's just AIW pod took a hit because that that man was, he was great on the mic. Well, his, and his, like you said, his memory was just, like, it was yeah. a steel trap. Like, there's stuff that happened last week that, like, I don't remember the details of, you know, like, in, right. uh, he would he would remember every every little you know every little thing so um you know that was a big thing that we discussed uh over the weekend was you know kind of up in the quality and consistency with the podcast uh you know revamping the patreon and, and finding a, a happy medium to you know uh, get more people on that platform as well as like deliver more you know uh premium things that you know we can deliver upon on a on a consistent basis and uh you know uh the big thing also is i don't know if people saw that 
that YouTube ranking list that came out where, you know, AIW is like 26th, the 26th most viewed YouTube or something about wrestling. I don't know what the exact description of it is, but, uh, yeah. you know, that was something that I worked on a lot for years was like building up the numbers on the YouTube. And that kind of, you know, also was a thing that kind of went to the wayside, uh, so to speak. And, uh, you know, I've really started, you know, I kind of set my, set myself up. Uh, now I have two computers, so like we can really up the content that's going to be dropping on our YouTube. Um, so, you know, we can hopefully, you know, if they do that report next year, move up a couple, move up a couple slots. Yeah, and you got you you're you're redoing the page too of the Cleveland All Pro stuff. So I mean, there's going to be a lot of content coming that way. You're you're adding more and more onto that page. Is that separate from the AIW yeah, page as well? Is that to hold? That's that, that's totally that's totally separate thing. That's more of like, um, you know, like uh, this. A lot of that footage is just lost. It's you know. It's it's not out there, and I've you know over the years people have been like, oh hey, I found this Cleveland All Pro VHS tape in my basement here. Do you want it? And like you know, Pedro had a bunch of stuff, uh, and it's just kind of been sitting here. And you know, I I found a VCR, and I was got some you know I'm, some shitty connector that will connect the VCR to a computer. I'm sure there's like plenty of like professional grade things out there but uh you know it's not it's not all that serious to like remaster the footage i'm not trying to you know monetize it or anything i'm just trying to kind of right. archive it uh so that's kind of like a little separate project i've been doing is archiving the uh the cleveland all pro uh just what i can find of it because uh you know that's the stuff like something like that is like something i do to kind of like re-engage myself as like a mm -hmm. Because, like, it's easy to be, like, sick of AIW and sick of just, you know, working within the, the I guess, the wall, so to speak, of wrestling. But then, like, yeah. uh, you know, Cleveland Opera is what I went to, like, before I was involved in wrestling. When I was, like, you know, 13, 14, 15 years old, I would go to those shows. Uh, so, like, uncovering some of this stuff is, like, you know, it's, like, hidden gems and it's, like, you know, things that just brings – it just brings back, like – memories of you know pre being you know just engulfed in AIW so it's like it's almost like a you know like a something to do to just keep me like you know I don't know put things in perspective and, and keep things on track sort of thing so I, I've been kind of uh doing that as like a like a like a hobby so to speak and then you know some of the old Cleveland All-Pro like wrestlers that have you know they they were ex they existed before even like the DVD era of wrestling, so like they don't even know that there's footage of themselves. So like a lot of people like have been you know kind of coming out of the woodwork like oh my god you know like my kids uh, my kids get to see that I was a wrestler you know like stuff like that. So yeah, you know, that's been that's been pretty cool getting contacted by some of these guys that have long left uh, the wrestling business. You know we're just kind of local. You know, you know, like local, you know, guys in the scene for for so long in the in the late '90s and early 2000s, and you know, they just kind of disappear, and now you know they're seeing that their matches are are hitting YouTube now. All of a sudden, you know, 20, 20 30 years later, so uh, some of them are are pretty excited, and um, you know, <laughs> cool ass Andy uh, was like, he was like, hey, did, do you know this wrestler? 
have you ever heard of this wrestler? And I, was, I was like, yeah. He's like, I was wearing a wrestling t-shirt and, and, and some kid was like, look, my dad was, is a wrestler. And it was like a Cleveland all pro. <laughs> it was a Cleveland all pro. He was watching Cleveland all pro, uh, archives on YouTube. And, uh, he showed cool ass Andy. Do you think, do you, do you ever think about that? That like you've been in wrestling for that long that you've seen literally go from VHS tape trading to DVD to DVD is dead now and VHS kind of coming back around slash like everything online slash streaming like not to make you feel old obviously but like you've been doing this for so long and like and and props to you for you know preserving the Cleveland legacy of professional wrestling like professional wrestling is rich in Cleveland like you know we've been we've been this this territory has been down for a while and, you know, like you said, these guys are out there like, holy shit, like probably have no idea that some of this is now hitting YouTube and stuff. And they're probably so pumped that like, you know what I mean? Like to, to get that preserved. And like you said, you're not trying to like monetize it where you just want it out there so people can find it. Yeah, it's just like something to do. And it's like to me, it's like a, it's like a treasure hunt. Like none of these tapes are fucking labeled. And like the, it's just it's, yeah. it's amazing that like how awful vhs quality is in comparison to like you know modern day video and like yeah it's just some of the stuff is just like you could barely even fucking make it out you know and it's like from i guess it is a long time ago but it's like you know uh, the year 2003 doesn't seem all that long ago you know like to me (laughs) so like the the wwe network buffers a little bit and we're all like oh come on what the hell (laughs) yeah so it's just like uh that's the only thing it's like because you know in those days like monetizing independent wrestling was like that wasn't you know what i mean like nobody was really like thinking about that you know in the 90s and like that didn't even really become a thing until like you know, like smart mark video started, you know, kind of, uh, leading the charge with IW mid South and CZW stuff. But like, nobody was like, I remember like going to Cleveland all pro shows and like their big thing was like, he would take footage JT, which I couldn't even imagine doing this now. Like he would like hand edit together a VHS tape. So like he would have like a dual deck VCR and he would like mm-hmm. hand edit, a another tape together and then he would they would record commentary over it and then the big thing was is he took that tape to like public access tv every week and then like what a labor of love you know what i mean but that was like that was the thing it's like everything everything was like cleveland all pro television taping and it was like for cable access and like a lot then he would take those master tapes or whatever and like you could buy them for a dollar at Cleveland All Pro. Like that's what like a lot of these tapes that I have, you know, or like if you bought like a if you bought like a t shirt, you know, you would get to you would get like one of these master tapes for free and like you know, like one of them it's like, you know, Cleveland All Pro Wrestling tape fifty three, first air, March third, two thousand three. You know, and it's just like was just like a tape. It's like an hour tape that he would drop off at, you know, whatever time warner or you know cable vision or, or, or wherever it was and that's what they put on the air was it like encouraged that fan for fans to bring like cameras in the crowd to like cam like fan cam no no not at all like, like nobody thought like no nope, like you you have to think it's like we have a camera in our pockets now like if you yeah. brought a, like a fucking camcorder somewhere and then like you would you know the, the battery life was probably not great in those days right, you know like right 
they would have just like a lot of this is just like one camera footage you know like it is somebody that was like with cleveland all pro that like Mm -hmm. you know it's just one like it's like a floor shot or like some of these tapes are just like a hard cam and that's it so it's just like it it's just kind of like interesting to like go back to that you know it's like going into a time capsule almost and like you know just it's crazy that like you know now video is just like an afterthought everything is recorded everything is streamed live like everything is just like gift and all that yeah and it's just like in those days like nobody gave a fuck it was like come buy a fucking seven dollar ticket you know what i mean like or something Mm -hmm. crazy like that like i bet tickets weren't even ten dollars and uh you know like there's all these fucking you know like i found one tape like christians on it from 1996 you know and like jeez uh you know just like he was just a random indie wrestler though then and like there's just all this you know there's like cm punk footage and you know all this stuff and it's just like you have to think about that there was no other revenue stream like there was no video revenue stream there was no it was just a ticket you know what i mean like and then Mm -hmm. this is how they paid everybody so i don't know like went off on a little bit of a tangent on that but uh, that's kind of what I've been I've been working on in my free time is just kind of trying to get this stuff like preserved because it's just like uh, JT like he, before JT died he was like you know he was starting to like you know talk to us about stuff like this and uh, he wanted mm-hmm. to, like he had like like you know boxes of this of these fucking random ass tapes all over his house and uh, you know around the time he got sick or, or, or something like I, I can't remember the exact time frame but uh there was like a flood in his basement and like all this shit just got destroyed you know because it's tape you know it's not like a, a they weren't even discs you know like dvd discs they were physical like vhs tapes or like mini dv tapes and a lot of it just yeah, got destroyed so they got ruined yeah destroyed in a wow. flood so like so much footage is lost like there's this there's a there's a weekend uh, from like 1996 that Edge wrestled on. He wrestled in Cleveland All-Pro three times. Cannot, f- like, I, I've been digging through these tapes. I've yet to find it. I don't, the footage may be destroyed forever. I don't know if anybody has that tape out there, but like there's like, uh, I have like a part two of one of the shows, but like he had already wrestled, you know? So like I've not mm-hmm. yet found that footage, but I found like some crazy Cactus Jack footage from like 1995 wrestling at the I'm pretty sure the Brook Park Armory. Uh, oh, wow! You know, and like I put that up on YouTube and like it. I don't know. I I, I I put it on my Facebook. I don't know if I put it anywhere else, but like there's just like the hard cam is running and uh, you know it's intermission and Cactus Jack McFoley like does in ring meet and greet and like it oh, wow. it lasts three minutes. Like, it's just, like, well, a couple people, like, get their picture with Cactus Jack in the ring. Because it's, like, 1995. And then, like, yeah, right, you know, right. he was in WCW, at, but, you know, uh, up until that point, he wasn't all that famous. And then, like, you think, like, a year later, he's, like, feuding with The Undertaker. That's so crazy. And then you think about it now, too. You know, I didn't under, I didn't discover who Mick Foley was till he was in, you know, WWE. But, like, I've seen all the, the deathmatch stuff from Japan. and all like It's and all, like, all right in that time frame, and, yeah. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's probably right in that time frame. He's, like, going over there doing that shit, and then he comes here, and there's, like, five people that want to meet him. Like, oh, it's crazy. It's, like, just so the whole video is, like, three minutes. 
of like his whole intermission meet and greet and just like i don't know finding stuff like that i think super cool like for the history of you know just cleveland independent wrestling i may be the only fucking person that cares about it i don't know you know but like uh i'm enjoying that as like a bit of uh you know a hobby to kind of keep me i don't know keep me engaged because you know i was feeling like pretty burnt out last year just on everything that's been going on and like just the ups and downs with you know just you know the attendances and 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 all that so like you know i've just uh started working on this project you know i don't know like a month or two ago and like it's kind of helped you know re rejuvenate me a little bit yeah it's something nice to kind of like keep you working and motivated so you don't get in like a slump but at the same time it's different than aiw so you know what i mean it right gives you it's a like break, it, but it's different like aiw is like you know we all love aw but like sometimes like for me like it's great to like be able to kind of check out for a minute and like clear my brain because like it's all that goes on in my brain is like aw like 24 hours a day so like it's nice to like you know just be like oh what is you know what's on this you know this weird tape from like uh you know like for example let me see here because i have like a bunch of i have a bunch of tapes here like june 13th 2004 pc lover versus the bouncer like i you know instantly when you yes. know, i saw that labeled on the tape i popped that right in you know so like it, <laughs> yeah that's good um yeah because i mean i was gonna say too and the thing with aiw is is like with our last year is we did i feel like we had a lot of high highs but there was like low lows as well it was like up and down a lot because you know, between attendance or even there were some shows that were attended well, but then we had, you know, other stuff going on where that was like heavy to deal with. There's just a lot going on. And then you had personal stuff going on. So it was like, there was just up and down, up and down, you know, last year. And I think this year we're trying to yeah, we're just get trying on to get, track with everything. Yeah, we're just trying to get like, you know, uh, back in the routine. Cause like, you know, we, we, one of the big things that we discussed is, you know, uh, it felt like 2019 and we've mentioned it on this podcast. It felt like, you know, 2019 was just like a banner year for AW and we were just really clicking on all cylinders. And then, you know, COVID happened and it just derailed everything. And like, you know, I, that, that uh, first show back in Cleveland just dropped. It was like almost 500 days in between, you know, from when we had a show in Cleveland, in the Cleveland area. So like, just so much, you know, so much time was just like stopped and momentum was stopped. And, um, you know, it just, it, it takes, it takes a while to get the train moving again. You know, we've had, and don't get me wrong. We had some great, you know, some great moments in that kind of, you know, come, you know, the comeback, you know, year, you know, year and a half, two years, you know, but there were some bad moments mixed in there too. And it's just like, makes you realize that it's not always a guarantee that we're going to knock it out of the park. It's not a guarantee that people are going to come support us. Um, and, and that's really kind of, you know, why some of us got together Saturday is like, how can, how can we continue to like do everything in our power to make sure that people are coming to these shows? Because like, you know, I, and, and I know people don't like the doom and gloom and all that shit, but like the, the reality is, is like an independent wrestling company could die in a day you know like especially at w like one bad day is all it takes and you know uh, you can't pay people and, and that's it so you know we were just kind of like trying to let's get ahead of things like let's you know like and 
you know, Chase Oliver is like, you know, he did like, he started it off. He's like, let's, let's list every negative that we can think of for the company. And then he's like, let's, let's list every positive that happened, you know? And like, and then, uh, you know, we kind of, you know, set goals and things, you know, it's not really something that I've ever participated in because it's just like, everyone just looks at me and then I say, we're doing this or we're doing that, you, you know? And like, it was kind of like an interesting right. approach to where, you know, like, and you got to give Chase Oliver credit for that to where he was like, let's list, uh, let's list uh, everybody in this room. Like let's list something negative that you think happened this year. And now let's list everything positive. That, and then, you know, it was just this like really kind of like goal oriented, like, you know, I don't know. It gave like a 360 view and different perspectives for me to see for the first time. So, you know, I, I think it was pretty, I, you know, I, I, I would hate to like misuse this word, but it was pretty enlightening, I guess, for me, because, you know, it was just, um, I never see the positives, you know, like I, I, I only see the negatives uh, and, and the negatives, you know, is, is kind of where I live because I always wanted to get better and I'm always so scared that it's going to all fall apart. So, you know, it was uh, I thought it was good and, you know, I thought it was good for us to kind of, you know, sit down and, you know, come up with these goals and, you know, getting back on track with this podcast is definitely one of the goals. Yeah, it's just, you know, calling it out, I guess, or like you said, having the accountability, having that meeting was was great. I think it was very effective uh, in all aspects. So, yeah, I was I was I thought we a lot of the good things came out of that day for sure. Yeah. And, you know, we'll just see uh, where where things go. And, um, you know, uh, I, I guess the big thing and the big positive was, you know, we were able to end the year on like such an incredibly high note with, you know, nearly 700 people paid at the temple on December 29th when, you know, uh, that was such a difficult show to get off the ground. And like, we, you know, we didn't know what we were walking into, um, in December, you know, at the temple attendance wise and all that stuff. And like, you know, all, like we said, all we can really do is look at the ticket master and, you know, filter tickets and try to guesstimate how many are left. And, mm -hmm. um, we had no idea, you know, GA or any of that, like we get, nothing until we show up there so you know for it to be you know i think it was 652 or something like that like and even the temple was just like we have never seen a day of surge in ticket sales like we saw today and so that certainly impressed them because you know i think you know obviously i think our our relationship with them is it's good but it's you know it's definitely a, a little fractured based on, you know, just things that have happened at, at shows that we did there. This one is certainly included, but, uh, you know, it, it, and there were people calling and trying to get them to, to cancel the show and things like that. So they, they were like, <laughs> I was going to ask if you're going to mention it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, but uh, cause that's all con context for the story is, you know, like, yeah, they were, you know, they were very much, on just high alert for whatever reason, because, you know, some guy kept or multiple guys kept calling and trying to, to get them to cancel us. And, um, you know, like it, it, we were just, we have like, we have no idea what you're talking about. Like, uh, and it was kind of a, you know, a, a, a weird thing, but, you know, so then when that main event's going off, like they're like, they were certainly not happy with, you know, 
the, how chaotic it was at the temple. And, um, you know, like we didn't, we didn't break anything or, you, you know, but, um, we certainly had to have like long, you know, long Pedro, especially long conversations with them. Like, Hey, like, you know, like we're, you have to trust us. And, you know, it, it I think, you know, I, th I think we're good, you know, like, I think if we can continue to, you know, perform like, like, you know, people come out and support the way that they did, I think we certainly will, you know, continue the relationship there. But, um, you know, that was way above anybody's expectations of, of, of what the attendance would be, uh, mine included. Like I was, I was hopeful, I was hopeful we would get like, you know, 400, you know, and like, mm -hmm. uh, so to get much surpass that. <laughs> yeah. So to get 652 or whatever it is. And then, you know, when you have staff and wrestlers and all that stuff in there, well over 700 people in there. And, um, you know, it, it made for a super cool atmosphere. I don't really want to touch on it too much to give whoever did it, you know, their, their little hello, but it's so funny. Like they said that we came on this podcast and said we were going to like destroy the building instead like how stupid of criminals could we be like let's document that we're going to like do crime like what did the, it's just the it was the dumbest thing I'd ever heard like why would we come on our own podcast and yeah, say and we're like, going to we destroy never, a venue one that we enjoy right. and like like working with a lot <laughs> we would never like we would never intentionally do that at any venue let alone like you said like premeditated and documented and put it out into the world like that's just crazy, you know, and it's just like, uh, but you you just don't know because like, you know, these venues like they deal with like bands, you know, so it's just like, yeah, you know, they right, got a, right. they got four guys coming in for a band, you know, like they don't understand the, you know, indie wrestling drama, you know, so we're just like, dude, like we have no idea what you're talking about, like, you know, here's a copy of our insurance, like, you know, like what. Like, we're not going to break anything in here. And so during that main event, you know, those phone calls certainly, you know, weighed a little heavier on them. Uh, and they started thinking like, oh, maybe that person was right. So here it goes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, oh, you know, we were hit with, you know, some 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 rules and regulations. And um, it was just really a communication thing, I guess, when it was all said and done. But, you know, at the end of the day, they were pretty happy. You know, people were were drinking there was a lot more people in there than they thought you know they thought they tried to move us to the small room like the day before they even looked at the Ticketmaster tickets you know like i think they just didn't think that it was going to do the way what it did and um you know that is a credit to everybody you know you know all the fans like everybody coming together and and really just trying to you know, to make it a big event because, you know, we all wanted it to be a big event and, you know, we felt like it was a big event, but you, you never know until people show up or not. And, um, you know, I was uh, very ecstatic that we exceeded all expectations on that front. Definitely. Um, you want to get into the show a little bit? Was there, you know, there was a lot on, on the plate that stuck out for me, but was there anything that really jumped out at you about the show? I mean, there was, there was some wild shit going on all night. <laughs> just speaking of it yeah i mean yeah you know really just uh, honestly like when you exceed expectations as far as ticket sales go like there's like the show in my opinion can really do no wrong like unless 
it is just an absolute atrocity that is in the ring, which did not happen. Like it's it, everything that happens after you get, you know, all, that many people into a venue, like it's, you, you know, it's, it's a downhill run, so to speak at that point. Like, you know, everybody's going to deliver when they see a crowd like that and they feel that energy and it, right. the crowd was loud all night. Um, that was another yeah. thing. Like everybody was into it. Um, and it just, you know, you, you saw everybody feed off of that energy. I mean, I think everything, you know, delivered to over-delivered in, in, in the ring. Yeah, I mean, the card was stacked as hell. And then, yeah, like you said, p- people see, you know, the the wrestlers are back there. You know, we're they're looking through the curtain. They're seeing how many people are out there. You know, I mean, there was it, it was it was loud all night. Yeah, there was there was really no point in which. You know, there was any lull, too. It was just like the crowd was so hot. And that's what's the one thing that's so, you know, great about that building is like, man, people have their gripes about the temple and, you know, the staffing, whatever, anything. They, you know, they only have hot dogs or whatever the people want to complain about. But when you get a lot of people in that building, man, it is in an electric atmosphere, you know, and it is just such a cool room. It's so loud. It looks cool as hell. You know what I mean? And it just it really rocks in there. Yeah, and, like, that's the thing is, like, I fucking love that venue, you know? Like, I think it's just – it's big time when you do a show in, in that room at that venue, you know, right on – I don't know if you would even call it downtown Cleveland or the outskirts of downtown Cleveland, but I call it downtown Cleveland. And uh, it just feels big. You know, it feels bigger when you're in that when you're in that venue. And, uh, you know, it's just uh, – when there's enough people in there to where it looks respectable, it just feels even bigger, you know, like, um, people that were at jail at night one knows what it looks like when there's not. And it just, uh, it kills the energy. It kills the vibe. Like all that stuff is a contributing factor in, 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 in the show, you know, like the, the wrestlers are going to do their best to do their job. But, you know, when you have a big crowd, that's loud, like it just ramps everything way up. Yeah, really, it really does. It's uh, it's definitely noticeable. Like you said, for anyone that was there from for Jaylet to tonight, or to, excuse me, tonight the last show, that it was, it's it's electric in there for sure. Um, man, speaking of uh, you know the the five five on five at the end that was uh, that was had Pedro freaking out and everyone freaking out. Yeah, you got if you have not yet watched it, you got to get on Triller TV and 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 watch that match because there was just so much shit going on. They went all the way to the top up there and Chuck uh, Chuck hit Eric with a, a, some move up there. I forget, but there was a two count. Everyone from the floor is like, oh, it was only, you couldn't even see him pin. You know the shoulders down but coach was up there for the pan count it was great uh that match is one that i think about uh that i think i'll be you know people will be talking about for a while because that was there hasn't been a big you know five on five you know since like what absolution a couple years ago i think there was a big five on five right when cash's king first got together i think that they had that big five on five maybe it wasn't abso but it was like it's been a minute it since. was a five yeah i think it was there was a five on five at, at absolution because that's where sam okay. did the big run-up dive thing for the first time okay yeah yeah but yeah this was way crazier way 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 crazier and i i just thought it was like a cool you know it was just like a I don't know. The, like everything just hit on the show. I, I, I really liked it. Um, I know that there were some issues at, with the stream. Uh, we did send them a replacement file, um, you know, because uh, some stuff started dropping out. I don't know if 
Kaplan and, and Joey knocked a cord loose or something. Because, like right at the end of their match, some things like started kind of like skipping around. Uh, and it happens through the Vikingo match and a little bit in the main event as well. But uh, Chase Oliver did send in a replacement file. Uh, I have not looked and checked to see if they've they've updated it or not. But, um, you know, just uh, putting that out there for anybody that was looking. Because uh, I know a couple of people asked if we were going to, you know, send send a complete file so they could see that whole, you know, Vikingo match and main event. So uh, fingers crossed that they have updated that. I'm pretty sure they did because I'm pretty sure I saw a gif of the spot with with Gringo uh, tossing Vikingo because I know that was dropped. This that was one of the big things that people somebody had said you know uh, that had dropped out of the stream and that was one of the craziest things I've seen in a while. That was a freaking sick move, and I want to say that I did see a gif of it, so I'm pretty sure it has been it has been fixed. Um, and I know we had recently said uh, you know a couple of the shows that people were looking for. I know uh, Chase said that the Wadsworth show. A couple of people were asking about that with the cage match between Mikey and Eric. Uh, Chase did say that he has that; it's all ready to go. He should be getting that up shortly. Yeah, and you know, just um, again, you know, Chase Chase dealt with a, a crazy injury. You know, his then his, um, you know, obviously his, his his girlfriend, you know, had a brain ter- tumor and surgery. You know, so he had to deal with a lot of that. So, uh, you know, things like that. It's just I get it that people want to, you know, people want to see this this content and consume this content, especially, you know, since. Uh, not a lot of AIW regulars were at that show, but um, you know you gotta you gotta cut them a little slack on that. Oh yeah, I, I I had said that, and I've said we've said that many times on here. But I just asked him. I, I wanted to put it out there because I did ask him, um, and I he even kind of felt he's like, oh yeah, and I'm getting to it. I said, hey no, bro, we know, bro. I just people had been asking, so I wanted to put it out there, and he. Uh, he he mentioned that it's going to be coming too. Not not enough good things can be said about Chase. Um, that was something I wanted to say earlier too when we were talking about the meeting. How you said that with Chase, I feel like now that we're doing our own production and you know being forced to do our own production and do everything like that, it's it's helping us keep accountability on so much you know now that we have to be responsible for so much shit having meetings like that and and chase has taken on so much work and responsibility and and the dude just you know he he i really like i said i can't say enough good things about the guy because he really kills it and uh he's got a lot on his plate but he's still really doing everything he can so i just want to say i appreciate chase Uh, and he loves it like he really enjoys the production oh yeah you can see it in the way that he tries to get other people involved. He likes it so much that he wants everyone to like it the amount that he does so we can so we can bring you this just fucking well-oiled just machine that is AIW. That's that's how badly and I know we've we've talked about how you know sometimes he's a little sensitive or or whatever testy back there it's but it's only because he wants it to be perfect for everyone. He wants to bring you the best AIW that we can and that's why he's so passionate and and on it so much back there because he wants this. He knows what we can be. I think he sees the potential in what we have and and what we like you said what we were prior to the pandemic and what we could go, get back to being and i think that's why he's so you know passionate about he's it. certainly a lot more optimistic than i am i'll tell i'll say that he's you know he, he's very optimistic and he certainly believes in believes in the company and, and and believes in you know what we have the capabilities to do um so you know and uh anytime i don't even know how you, people can support chase oliver i don't even know if he has merch but any way you could support this guy 
do it because I mean he he does a lot of this stuff for you know just to do it just for experience just to learn he's very you know he, he's very just uh, passionate about all this stuff so you know you, absolutely you gotta just you gotta you gotta support him any way you can or at least give him props thank him you know what I mean he, he puts a lot of time in, in, into all this stuff uh, to make sure that you know you're able to consume this product you know in, in various different ways you know he's He's live streaming, you know, all the stuff he's, you know, he's putting together those promo reels. He's making those, those trailers. Um, you, you know, he's just doing, he's doing so much. Uh, he's got so much on his plate. Um, so, you know, just, uh, gotta just give him kind of a shout out for, for everything he does. And it does look like I, I did just put on the, uh, terror of the temple stream. It does look like, uh, the new file has, been uploaded uh because i'm seeing no skips in this vikingo match right now so uh please go and uh re-watch uh terror at the temple on uh triller tv plus as it is uh, called now uh let's get those let's get those numbers up honestly especially for you know some of our regulars i don't know if they're if some of the regulars do go back and watch but the the show that you're getting on the stream is much different than the live. You, I love the live experience. There's nothing that beats being at professional wrestling live with the crowd and how hot it was, especially at the last Temple show. But the the camera views and especially this last Temple show, we didn't have a, uh, some of the promos and stuff in between. But yeah, Chase is putting all kinds of stuff, you know, promos, video and vignettes and stuff in between that you don't get when you're when you're there live. So definitely go back and check out these shows and stream them because even if you're just doing, I put them on when I'm doing stuff around the house. I'll put that on and I'll just you know you glance over every once in a while, watch for a few minutes, keep doing what you're doing. It, you know, it goes a lot farther than you think. You know, and that's one thing that we uh discussed you know was was making the streaming experience a little bit more like a television broadcast you know and um anybody that watched gauntlet this year kind of saw that as you know there were you know there were promos and and different things happening and you know um he wants to incorporate more stuff like that um obviously you know sometimes you you just don't have the time because you know all that stuff is you know, you know things filmed you know, sometimes, you know, he is filming promos as people are finding their seats and then trying to edit them together to then play on the stream at certain points. You know, mm -hmm. it's like it's a it's a really tight window and sometimes you just run out of time. But, uh, you know, that was one thing that he wants to do is make more of these streams a little different than, you know, the live experience. So, you know, if somebody comes live um, you know, they experience one thing and, you know, then they, they can go home and they can watch it on, uh, Triller and they can experience some, some other things or get some, you know, get some context, you know, like, um, at, uh, Boogie Nights, for example, you know, uh, Tom and Tom and Josh cut, cut that tag team promo. Now the live crowd caught onto it without seeing that promo, but you know, the, the viewers on Triller Plus, like you know, they didn't need to catch on. They, they knew exactly what those guys were up to because they saw the promo on, on the stream. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that, 
Right, right. I was going to say it's it's info. It's almost like how we were talking about when you go to the Browns game. When you're down at the Browns game, you don't hear any of the injuries or anything. When you watch it on TV, they're telling you all this info. It's similar to AIW, especially like you said when Chase has time to to, to put this stuff in there because yeah, they're editing stuff. I mean, some of these promos and some of the stuff was was is done right there. Yeah, before he has people are taking their seats, he's he's got people in the hey go film this and then they get it. He edits it right there and gets it on the stream. It's incredible. Yeah, so, you know, that was really the big thing was, you know, just kind of getting, um, you know, getting getting things on track for, you know, how we can make AW stand out a little bit more or be a little bit different, you know, like just, uh, I don't know how to explain it, but, you know, like, uh, I, I do feel like we are probably, you know, always are one of the more undervalued, I guess, on, on the big scale independent wrestling companies, you know, for what we produce and what we put out there. So, you know, we're, we're just trying to, to continue to, you know, throw everything at the wall, so to speak, and, and, and see, you know, if some things can stick and, you know, we can gain some, some viewers and, and grow the fan base. Um, one way to do that, and I know I kind of wanted to say this earlier, but we do want to put the call out there. If you know anyone in the greater Northeast Ohio kind of area with a bar or kind of hall area that wants to do, we really, we really trying to get back to these Thursday shows. Um, and if that's somebody, you know, you know, somebody with a bar or something like that, somewhere where we can, you know, start running our Thursday shows again, please contact Jim at AIWrestling.com. Um, you know, anybody, any, 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 you know, uh, any clue or whatever lead helps, uh, trying to find a, a Thursday home for us. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, and that's, that's really, then again, that's even more content we can put out. Yeah. Content and, you know, development of, of, of new talents and characters. And that was another thing that, you know, when, when the Winchester kind of went away, that was really starting to click in, you know, the realm of you know developing developing new students and then we were also able to bring in other talents that we normally wouldn't bring in you know i just uh, i just got uh, kaplan versus hoodfoot ready to put on youtube for example you know that was a a winchester headliner match um yeah you know there was all kinds of you know you, you were able to do things with different with different talents on those shows and it, it, it allowed us to get a little bit more creative um, so yeah, we're, we're still trying, you know, um, uh, we did the one Halloween show at the Mercury Music Lounge. Um, still, you know, still giving it a shot to try to get back in there. Um, you know, someone just gave me another number to contact, uh, somebody there. Um, because it's just like, uh, you, you know, it's like multiple third parties, you know, like Jeff from corporate is talking to some other guy that like knows a guy there that like then you know they want to talk to this other guy that works there and then you know then they got to talk to the owner guy that goes there so i'm trying to cut out the middlemen and uh you know i contacted the owner i haven't heard back yet but i got his direct content contact so you know we're just trying to you know we're, we're trying to lock down some 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 dates we would love to do cybernetico again if we can find a, a place like that um just you know there's a lot of things that are kind of you know up on the up on the vision board but uh you know we need them we need some things to, to fall into place i guess yeah so like i said putting the call out there if anybody knows you know anything like that 
hey, get in touch, Jim at AI Wrestling. Or if you'd like to sponsor, if you have a brand or you have any any type of partnership that you know you would like to partner with AIW, like you said, well, we plan on doing this podcast a lot more. We did live streaming. You know, we put seven hundred people in a building last month, and uh, we could put up banners. You know, that type of stuff. Something with, could with your logo on there. So we did have uh, we've had uh, you know if you own like a like a brand or something like a clothing label, we had uh, some people in the in the lobby selling their merch. We have vendor space available. If you know if you're a vendor, you got wrestling dolls and stuff like that. Anything you want to sell, if you're a vendor, get in touch with Jim at AIWrestling.com and we'll find space for you somewhere. Yeah, which, you know, uh, got to give a shout out to the sponsor for Eye for an Eye coming up next month in Akron, uh, Gorilla Press Clothing, <coughs> um, which is, you know, the the people behind Sick Things have, uh, you, you know, they've launched a, a new alternative brand that's going to be more wrestling centric and wrestling focused. Um, and they are sponsoring Eye for an Eye this February. So, you know, give uh, Gorilla Press a, uh, you know, find them on social media. You can, you, you know, you can see them all over the, all, we're retweeting their stuff, but uh, they will be in the house uh, on February the 3rd and uh, they are sponsoring Eye for an Eye, which, you know, uh, it needs to be mentioned, you know, Stan Hansen is coming to town. Which is super. Yeah, we rare. didn't didn't even get didn't get to that yet. Yeah, because I saw I saw somebody else say something. Um, they they said, "Oh, he's at conventions every week," and it was like, "Well, not in Ohio, dude. Yeah, he doesn't come here every, every week." Because like, <laughs> it like you know it says you know a rare appearance by Stan Stan Hansen, and someone's like, "He does a convention every week. How's that rare?" I said, "He does conventions every week in Akron, Ohio." Like, I don't know of him ever being right. in this area. Like ever, yeah. ever. Ever, like not since he was like he probably wrestled here when he was an active wrestler in like 1987 but like he's never to my knowledge done any sort of like autograph or meet and greet appearance anywhere remotely near akron ohio um you know so it is it is super rare guy that commented on the adobe facebook it's super fucking rare for stan hansen <laughs> to be doing a meet and greet and you know not for nothing he's not going to be doing this for much longer you know based on our phone conversation he's he's really kind of winding down the meet and greets so you don't want to miss your opportunity to meet stan hansen on february the third i mean i'm super pumped for it i know you know like there's i know a lot of guys you know internally are super pumped for it um i mean the man knocked fucking big van vader's eyeball out of his head he hit him so hard how can you not want to come take a photo with that guy yeah, it's 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 like one of the top coolest things. Like when you hit like like real friggin' like tough guy shit, that story always comes to mind. You know what I mean? Like that's like up there on the echelon of like tough guy shit. The man knocked Vader, one of the toughest dudes around, and God, that picture of his eye just dangling. It's one of the most gruesome things I've ever seen. God, one of the toughest guys around, and one of the biggest uh, eaters at an Applebee's I've ever seen in my life. Big Van Vader. What's what's his go to? Uh, what's, like, what's Vader's go to at Apple? He got like three meals when we were there. <laughs> I see, like, dude. We gotta go. The show, like the show, is starting soon. <laughs> I was like, oh, can I get a well, can I get the fish and chips? We're like, I don't even think they have that here. Like, what are you fucking talking about? <laughs> He's got to get a riblet basket to go. I, I shit you not. Like, I'm sure. Like, we recorded a podcast uh, about that incident around that time. If we were doing the podcast, I'm sure we've covered it like in the Chandler era, but I shit you not. This dude ordered two or three full fucking meals at, at an Applebee's at like, as soon as he got off the flight, I was just like, (laughs) brother, we got to go like, come on, like 
he ate, like we all get the meal, then he gets another one, and then like he You're eats. Like, Wait a minute, he's ordering again. <laughs> and then he then he's like he's the fish and chips, and I was like, I don't think that's on the menu. Like we gotta fucking go. <laughs> it's four o'clock. You know, like we gotta drive to this venue. Doors open at six, and uh, then he was just there for the meet for a meet and greet, and he's just like, ah, "How about you book me against Samoa Joe tonight?" I was like, "What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about?" Was Samoa Joe on the card? He was. Yeah, he, he was. But like, <laughs> he was in the main event. Vader was trying to pull some fucking pull some moves, and he's like, "We've never wrestled before. It'll be big." And I was like, "Motherfucker, I know you wrestled them before in like Jersey All Pro in like two thousand and four or something." You know, like. Uh, but the, nonetheless, tough guy shit. Fucking Stan yeah. Hansen knocked his fucking eyeball out. And, uh, you know, uh, how can you not come and meet that guy? You know what I mean? Like, uh, uh, super rare, you know, much to the chagrin of the f- man on Facebook that commented. Internet guy. <laughs> commented on the AW Facebook uh, post about Stan coming to town. Super rare. Um, you know, come out, support it. Uh, I. You know, Pedro's really been pushing me for Stan Hansen for a long time. Um, he thinks that it could be like a Harley Race esque type of meet and greet line uh, to where, you know, everybody comes out of the woodwork to, to meet him. Um, which, you know, Stan Hansen and Harley Race legends, you know, in their own respect, like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, Pedro is convinced, though, that like it is going to be. Uh, you know, it's it's going to be people are going to come out to see Stan Hansen, and, and you know, I hope so. I mean, front row sold out like instantly. Um, yeah, we have that's what I was going to say. We have uh, only a couple second rows and third rows left already. So, you know, hopefully, you know uh, that that is trend, continues to trend in that way. Uh, and Pedro was right, but uh, you know, you got to come out and, and and support on February third, and um, you know, I'll break it here. Um, you know, for those people who are, you know, have been, you know, following AIW, um, Shelby Wilder will be returning to the ring on February the 3rd. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. So um, that that's a little breaking news for the podcast. I don't know if that's uh, going to just send tickets over, you know, just over the limit. But uh, uh, I know that a lot of people who were at the Halloween show were super concerned about his injury and all that um he is cleared to return to the ring on february the 3rd so he will be in action um so you know you're going to want to come out and you know give him a a warm welcome because i'm certain it's going to be very emotional um you know luckily it turned out to not be as serious as he initially thought um and uh you know he at that moment in time he thought he may never walk again, let alone wrestle again. Luckily, it was just kind of, um, you know, a, a, a freak accident thing. And, you know, those sy- symptoms quickly went away. But, uh, you know, I hope everybody kind of comes out and uh, gives him a big, uh, you know, warm welcome for his uh, return to the ring. Yeah, I mean, he's from close to that area, not exa- exactly Akron, but I know he's from somewhere down there. And there's definitely been a lot of people, you know, asking about him. He did. I feel like he had a hot rookie year. He, he IWTV Guide Rookie of the Year winner, Shelby Wilder. So I know there's right? definitely some Is support. Right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, rookie yeah. of the Year. Rookie of the Year, Shelby Wilder. Wow. 
So, so I know, uh, <laughs> I know there's uh, definitely some support for Shelby. So maybe not, you know, maybe uh, cra- going crazy tipping the ticket scales, but definitely be some tickets purchased for uh, for Mr. Wilder. I I'm was sure. uh, I was unaware that he was the rookie of the year. Uh, well, you don't you don't you don't pay much attention to these other to these other podcasts. <laughs> I don't pay much attention to anything. I'm not gonna. Well, lie. right, that's my point. That's what I'm here for. I, I listen to all the rookie pods. of I know the year. Going. <laughs> Who else would you put on the list of, of uh, you know, AIW rookies this year? Tyler Jordan, Dex Royal, Shelby I Wilder. I don't know. I mean, rookie of the year. <laughs> well, I I'm not trying to bring the mood. Voted. I'm not trying to bring the mood down about his return, but I was just a little caught off guard by this by this <laughs> this, uh, this award that he's received. Oh, that's funny. Uh, Alex Melee, come on! So there was, there's a lot. There was a lot of uh, AIW rookies that came into the fold this year that impressed a lot of people. I, I'm, I, like I said, I'm an many Alex times. I'm a, yeah. Oh yeah. Le- I think playing he's awesome. from the leaderboard. Oh, I love him. Makes me a little uncomfortable with those sunglasses he wears indoors at all times. Uh, makes me feel a little uneasy, but uh, I love him. He, he's always wearing those shades, and he comes through the curtain, and he's looking at the video game screen. He, I don't think he realizes it's time to wrestle yet. He's still so locked in on the goddamn Nintendo Switch or whatever DS he's playing. Game Gear. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, they should bring Game Gear back. Game Gear. Yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a Alex Melee guy for sure. Uh, I, Shelby Wilder, wow, rookie of the year. Can we get? Yeah. We made. I mean, need to call for a recount. We should, we should start doing our own award show. No, <laughs> then we'll get the real I'm awards. Get, you go. Anybody goes to that wrestling school, they know I'm not giving out any awards. <laughs> giving out the merits. A, it's the, we're having a review, and everyone's in trouble. <laughs> it's time for your year in review. You all fucking suck. <laughs> Do better. Sweep up oh, after the shows. Do fucking what you're supposed to. <laughs> I had to. Uh, I there was a newer student uh, at the end of the show. Pedro was looking for students, and I think they were kind of newer. They didn't really know. They were kind of a little unsure of themselves. They didn't know it. Then Pedro's going, "Where is the student? I need a student." I look over him. I go, "That's you, right? You're a student here." He goes, "Yeah." And I go, "Raise, raise your fucking hand, dude. <laughs> That's you. You're a student. He, he's looking for you." <laughs> oh, you mean wrestling students are socially awkward and not willing to step up in a time of need I'm shocked shocked by this news we're giving out demerits on this podcast yeah, demerits <laughs> we should have recorded on festivus i got a lot of grievances to fucking uh let known about that wrestling school air them dude air the grievances we were, i'm always down for airing of grievances i got a lot of problem with you people <laughs> this wrestling practice isn't over until somebody pins Thorn. <laughs> well, I mean, I need a little time to train before that. I could definitely pin fucking rookie of the year, Shelby Wilder. I'll tell you that. <laughs> but that's any of the any of those moves. Uh, who do you hit the Duke with a lariat at the one sh- uh, wrestle rager? We watched back. I think at one of the rumbles when we went over to Duke's house and watched the rumble. We watched it back, and everyone was like, "Jesus Christ, you tried to kill him!" You ever see that one I gave Swoggle? That one absolution or had to ru- was, wrestle? Maybe that was it. Yeah, wrestle on fucking twenty five minutes notice. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, didn't he just dem- he demanded it had to be you, right? Wasn't that the story? I don't remember how it how it went down, but 
See, that's why we need Biggins. He's a, his mind was a steel trap. Dude, the man Biggins, remembers everything. Biggins remembered everything. Biggins could remember like what I had for lunch, at, like in you know on January 9th, two thousand and eight. Like he oh, yeah. he remembered everything. <laughs> He would have known what Vader, all three entrees Vader ordered at Applebee's immediately. He wasn't there. He w- actually was not <laughs> if there. If he was, he would have remembered. <laughs> it was it was uh, myself and uh, uh, Vader and new viral uh, WWE sensation Yaquin Wild. <laughs> that, that was oh. that was the Applebee's crew for the uh, Vader triple lunch that day. That was uh, that was wild. Yeah, that recent clip that that has went uh, viral it's went wild. <laughs> yeah. It's went wild. Uh, good for him and, though. And then somebody posted the one from Mount Carmel because he did a pretty similar. Not, I don't think it was as high or whatever, but it it was you know similar spot. And he fucking launched. He, he so he uh, he replied to me on Twitter and he said he like invented that concept at Mount Carmel uh, at Absolution. It, he, what he did was he launched. He jumped off of Steve Payne's back, mm-hmm. and like Steve Payne like stood up while he was on the back to give him the spring. And like he went, he goes pretty far. It's like, uh, I want to say like Absolution 12 or 13. Whatever, uh, is Steve Payne's debut, AIW debut. It's, it's that match. He does it. 3XL, Steve Payne. That's for, for wealth. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll find that match and I'll, I'll, uh, I'll put it on YouTube, uh, this week. But, uh, yeah, he, uh, good, good for him. It was, uh, you know, he's been at it for fucking, you know, for a long time and, uh, you know, for him to finally kind of get, uh, a little bit of that recognition, uh, I was very happy for him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, anything you really want to point out from this last, uh, you know, terror at the temple, there was a lot that happened. Um, I mean, big we'll... thanks to all the fans really just want to say that again, big thanks to everyone that came out big, you know, like you said, the surge of tickets that day was just huge. We just really appreciate all the support. I think they said like we sold like 178 tickets that afternoon. Wow. Like he was like, I've seen, I've never seen anything like this with a day of rush like this. But I mean, it's Cleveland in that walk up, dude. I'm telling you, <laughs> we always have a strong walk up. Yeah, it's it's uh, it, it, it's it's pretty crazy, honestly. Um, you know, so we are uh, and, and we're going to try to space out the temple uh, appearances, you know, like uh, we kind of came up with like a every other month sort of sort of schedule. We're obviously taking January off just to give everybody a little bit of, uh, you know, time to refresh, recharge and all that stuff. Um but uh you know so tentatively the plan right now is to is to return to um the temple in late march so it'll be a little <coughs> it'll be a little while and then you know kind of to alternate between akron and and, and cleveland you know as the year goes on <coughs> but um you know things always change you know with, with you know with everything so we do have but we do have like a light tentative you know plan for 2024 um and then you know we'll see what happens hopefully you know that plan stays in the place um but uh you know we're trying to just kind of space it all out you know what i mean like one month here one you know so like because uh, there are people that only come in cleveland and there are people that only go in akron and there are people that go to both uh but we're trying to kind of space it to where it's not as as overwhelming 
you know, the tricky part will be is if we do add in those those Thursdays, the plan would be we would only do like uh, do them on on months we're in Akron, you know. So like if we're in Akron, you can expect you know something uh, like a bar show sort of thing in the Cleveland area. But uh, we've yet right. to set anything up. But that's tentatively kind of the <coughs> the the logic in in my brain right now. Right. Yeah. Like essentially it wouldn't be, you know, two Cleveland shows. If we did get those Thursdays back, it would be more of like, you know, opposite kind of, you know. Right. So like, you know, so those people that don't go to Akron would get, you know, some sort of, you know, some some sort of AIW consumption if they wish. Yeah. Well, anything else you want to, you want to cover here? I know we're kind of an off week here as far as uh, what we normally do with the, uh, what are we gonna go with this? the hard sell type stuff? New, but. New Year's New Year's resolutions for AIW. I don't know what to what to call it. I mean, we we just have we just have a lot of we had a lot of kind of you know uh, plans or or whatever. Just to, it was good to have like an organizational sort of you know get together to where you know we could try to get more people on the same page because. Um, you know, it's 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 tough to get things on the same page, and you know, even when you have everybody in the room, you know, people do disagree with things. And um, but I thought it was, you know, <laughs> I thought it was kind of good to kind of get that, um, you know, kind of base layer, you know, foundation for for AW in twenty twenty four. The thing that's crazy is, is like, I just been doing this for so long, and it never is like a routine or easy or like, all right, here we go. Like, here's another year. You know what I mean? Like, it's always mm-hmm. an uphill sort of battle. Um, but I think that's just like, unless you're like fucking super famous, that's just the name of the game when it comes to the entertainment business. Uh, it's you know, it's a wave. It's up and down, and you know, ebbs and flows. Uh, but I really do have some optimism for 2024, um, and a lot of that has to do with that huge that huge crowd that came to the temple to close the year out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I would think that, you know, saying and saying that, that, you know, it's never going to be easy because I don't, I don't think you just coast. I don't think we've ever, AIW's ever just been like, all right, well, just, you know, pick 10 people. We'll put them on a show and we'll just throw a show together. It's, I think AIW as a whole is always striving to get better and bigger and, you know, do more. And I think we, showed that in, in in recent years of you know getting our own equipment and doing all the production our own and and you know just doing the patreon everything just trying to make this as you know as as great for everyone as we can i, I don't think any you know it's never going to be easy because we're not just sitting on our asses you know yeah um right and it's just like um it, it's just never never is easy you know and it's just um we're always trying to improve things and and you know, it's just like everybody wants it to succeed so much. And, you know, I do feel like it is imperative to have independent wrestling, you know, that is good in every, you know, major market in America. I think it's just uh, it just does so much for, you know, just wrestling fans, wrestlers like it's just such a kind of. Um, irreplaceable thing for like you know the the wrestling economy so to speak and not only just like monetarily but you know getting people ready to to get to that next level and um you know preparing them and you know there's just uh, 
there's so just so much that is important about independent wrestling and you know i I really like thought about this the one day and it's just like you know because people are always like well why don't you guys you know tour or do any of this stuff like i never wanted to really be like a like a major wrestling promotion like i just wanted to be the major wrestling promotion in northeast ohio you know like i i think that's just i just wanted to be independent wrestling um and you know going back and watching these these cleveland all pro tapes it's just like this is why because like that was like a for so many people like that was like the end all be all for your you know for your month or whatever was you know was going to one of these you know cleveland all pro events or sometimes there was a saturday and a sunday double shot like stuff like that and it's just like uh, that's all i ever wanted to be was just you know i wanted to be the biggest thing in this area because i think it's important to have something like you know that is good and matters in every area you know what i mean like there should be something you know just as cool in columbus or in you know detroit or pittsburgh you know what i mean like there should be you know one destination independent everywhere um and that's all i you know i really ever wanted to be and you know going back and watching this cleveland all pro stuff is like really kind of like made me realize that because it's easy to kind of get caught up in like the the current like you know why is this you know why is this person wrestling there why is this company getting this or you know like it's easy to get like in that com you know that compare and contrast game mm -hmm. and like at the end of the day it's just like you know that's just like competitiveness in i think people but all i ever wanted to be was like the cool thing in northeast ohio and like i think we're doing that and i think we're gonna be able to maintain that and we can grow that you know like we we can you know there's millions of people around here you know like there's plenty of uh fans to pull from you know like we don't have to leave to go find them like i right. I, I really believe in the kind of like you know build it and and they will come sort of um you know mantra or whatever um and that's you know and i think it's it's easy for us to all, you know, get kind of, you know, these different ideas and, and, you know, like just get caught up in this comparison game, you know, and it's just like, that's not what we were ever going to be. And that's not what we ever tried to be. You know, we never tried to be a big touring company, you know, like, uh, that's just not like, that's just not what I, like, I've never had any interest really in, in, in leaving for weeks at a time, you know? So, or mm -hmm. like every weekend being gone. Uh, so I think that was a, a good part of the meeting is to kind of like sit down and like everybody get on the same page with that. And like, kind of like, let's block out all this other noise. Let's focus on Northeast Ohio. You know, that's our bread and butter. That's where we exist. That's where we're going to continue to exist. And let's make sure we are the only thing that is, you know, thriving and existing you know because uh, we spent so long being the only thing in the scene <laughs> let's continue to grow the scene you know and and grow our you know our our base um so you know i, I think that was kind of a, a good thing to get everybody on the same page about uh this week um we do have a couple questions in um the discord as well okay did we get some i just checked a minute ago yeah we, we got a couple well, here we go. 
Uh, Herskules says, is Matt Cardona coming back to town anytime soon? Uh, they're apparently asking for a friend. Um, I've, I've talked to him a little bit. There's no, there's no dates tentatively as of right now. Um, you know, it's just like, uh, he's such a dynamic and polarizing guy. You know, sometimes it's good for him to go away for a while <coughs> and then come back. Um, we stay in contact, but uh, he currently does not have uh, any upcoming AIW dates as of this recording. Okay. Uh, they were also curious, uh, with AIW being almost 20 years old, uh, do you have any thoughts putting together maybe like a Hall of Fame type thing for any like notable alumni? Is there anything you would ever think about that? No. I mean, this is like something that people have presented over the years, but it's just... I mean, what are we the Hall of Fame of? You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to go to a, the AIW Hall of Fame building and, like, look at pictures of, uh, you know, Hornswoggle hanging on the wall. You, you, you know? <laughs> you got to go to your office for that to see the Hornswoggle pictures hanging up. Right. I mean, you know, like, I think I think a lot of that stuff is just, like, in you know, this is no disrespect to anybody that does it, but I think a lot of it is just, like, self-serving, like, ego-driven bullshit. You know, like, I don't think that AIW is... Uh, like worthy of having a hall of fame. You know what I mean? Like I, we spend the majority of this podcast talking how we're virtually like going bankrupt and out of business. So like, (laughs) you know, like I just think that's silly to be like, Oh, okay. Like let me uh, give you this printed, printed out piece of paper that says you're an AIW hall of famer, you know, like uh, a plaque, you know, getting the AIW hall of fame, um, emblem on your license plate or something is not going to get you out of any trouble <laughs> you know so like it, i just i don't know i think it's uh no you know like and to be honest like a lot of people aren't in aw anymore because i don't probably fucking like them that much to be <laughs> so like you know like what am i gonna honor them for like hey man it's cool knowing you in 2008 you know like i don't know like i'm very much like uh forward thinker when it comes to AIW I hate like you know like contradictory to what I'm saying about like the Cleveland All Pro stuff like I hate like the remember when AIW stuff like you know when I run into like some guy that like was you know in AIW in its infancy and they're just like hey man remember this and that and like yeah I do but like I've also run 200 shows or something since that happened you know like it's not that fond of a memory for me (laughs) <laughs> it's like that guy from high school that you see. It's like the token guy you see him, and every time you see that guy, he just brings up shit back from. Remember when we did this, and you're like, yeah, but I'm fucking forty now. I have you know twenty years of memories on top of that, bro. I don't want to talk about this. Yeah, anymore. I mean, and like, you know, uh, it does happen sometimes, and it's just like so awkward because it's just like, I mean, I'm still doing it and i don't and like i don't know if that's good or bad but like i'm still fucking doing <laughs> it dude say. like you know like uh, maybe that's fucking maybe that is just like you know an indictment on myself uh but like at the end of the day i'm still fucking doing it like uh so yeah like that's cool that that's your m- memory that you had for you know two years of your life but like i'm still doing it and i'm trying to do it at like a at like a, a decently high level uh, you know, in, in comparison to, you know, that time, especially that time, you know, that era, uh, it's yeah. like, you can't, com- you cannot compare it. Like, that's what offends me the most is like, Hey, you know, remember this? And it's just like, yeah, dude. But like, uh, we've had like 20 people go on to like 
be in the WWE or something since then, you know, like, it's just like, I don't know. Like, so, uh, that's a long way of saying like, no, like I have no interest (laughs) in like honoring or like, you know, bringing up any of that stuff. Like, uh, at most, like that's what this podcast, you know, we, that's what we'll do on this podcast sometimes, but like, yeah, I don't know. I just not really like have any interest in that and like i also don't know if i should celebrate that i've even been doing this for 20 years either you know like (laughs) so like there's it's just a double-edged sword as far as i'm concerned uh you know i just talked about how i feel very motivated and that question made me feel very unmotivated and depressed (laughs) so yeah well thanks a lot no i'm just kidding Uh, appreciate the question herskillies uh we're coming in from sean uh any chance of a nemeth brothers appearance at aiw and i know kind of a lot of people were kind of curious about that uh you know they looked like they had popped into the school and uh derek had posted a picture with them um so i'm sure it was maybe on a lot of people's minds uh you know about the nemeth brothers yeah i mean probably hard now that dolph has shown up in uh, new japan wrestling i believe he's bringing ryan with him yeah, they've popped up at the school a few times, and, you know, that we've uh, let them get some training sessions in and stuff like that. But, you know, haven't really discussed anything like that, you know, business-wise. Like, uh, I'm sure that, you know, there's a lot of money to be made uh, right now for them, uh, especially Nick Nemeth, FKA Dolph. But, uh, you know, like, if it's something that he, like, if he wants to do it, the door is obviously open for that, but like, I don't necessarily want to ask and be like, Hey brother, you know, like, uh, let's, you know, like, let's work a deal. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah, I don't know. I feel weird about doing like doing stuff like that. So it's just kind of like he, he knows that the door is open, but like, you know, he's probably making a fucking shit ton of money right now. You know, like this is when you mm-hmm. make your most money is when, you know, that, you know, when those first bookings. So, you know, I'm just like, A, like, I don't want to, I don't want to pay that much money probably, you know, like, and B, you know, like, I don't want to like pull the favor card or, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to do any of that. Right. Uh, So, you know, like, uh, you know, I'll put it out into the world or whatever to him, you know, like, Hey, if you ever want to do anything, but other than that, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just going to kind of let it, if it happens, it happens organically sort of thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's no, uh, like much like, you know, Cardona, like there's no, like a formal plan or any discussions or, or, or anything in the, in the works like that. Yeah. Cause I know, I know a couple of people, well, maybe he could be like a surprise and it's like, man, like you don't, you don't surprise Nick Nemeth, dude. You, you, you announce something like that. That's selling some tickets. You let people know he's going to be in the building. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, like I'm not saying, I'm not saying yes or no, you know, it's kind of like, uh, like let's wait and see <laughs> sort of thing. Cause I mean, you know, there's a lot of money to be made for him right now and, you know, good for him. You know, he, he should go make it. Like there's probably far more money for him to be made in New Japan than fucking AIW Cleveland, you know, like uh, right. that's just, that's reality. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what, we'll see what happens. Um, you know, he's always been a, you know, an awesome supporter of AIW, you know, like uh, used to always, you know, promote our shows and. Uh, you know, when he was like the world champion, he just came and sat in the crowd and watched the J lit the one, t- the one year, you know, like just like a normal fan, um, you know, always refused to come in for free. Like, uh, just, you know, just a, a great dude. Always, you know, always been a, a, a very cool supporter of AIW. Um, but 
you know, it's just kind of like a wait and see, you know, if uh, we're ever in a room together or something, you know, maybe we'll, we'll discuss it. But um, as of now, it's just kind of been, you know, they've been going up and, and getting some training in and getting prepared for, you know, this, this new Japan stuff. Um, so, you know, I'm just kind of <laughs> letting that, you know, letting that be for now. Mm-hmm. Still pretty cool for everyone who had to be there too. You know what I mean? I'm sure that was pretty cool. We've had some, some cool people come through the doors. You never really know who's going to come through the door at AIW training school. And uh, I'm sure that was pretty cool for everyone who's there. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's just kind of, you, you just never know, you know, like, uh, like I'll, I remember like the one time, uh, we had like AEW was like going to be in town the next day. And I, I was making, like I had bought all those fucking action figures and shit for Britt Baker to fucking sign so we could sell. Mm-hmm. And like, she just, <laughs> she just like took an Uber to the school and just like walked in and like, there was like one dude, like, I, I don't even think he trains anymore, but it was like his first day. And he was like, he was just like totally it fucking starstruck like didn't know what to even say and like you know i was just like okay here's all the shit that you gotta sign and they're like what the fuck is going on that's great but yeah you never know who's gonna walk through those doors at the uh, aw academy that's for sure yeah it always seems like it happens like periodically too there is no like rhyme or reason when it's just every once in a while boom somebody shows up it's just crazy <laughs> yeah I, I mean you just doors always open you know what i mean like uh people people know that so i think that comes from what you were trying to say earlier too with you know wanting to be the place to be in northeast ohio you know we make aiw the place to be you know we have this training school people are going to pop in it's going to happen that's it's the reason why you want to come train here if you're an aspiring wrestler you want to come to the aiw academy yeah and we're always working on seminars and and you know all kinds of different things too to kind of add to to all that so you know it's just the, that's another thing that you know we want to kind of get on track is you know um showcasing and, and promoting the the aw academy more in 2024 um i think it's you know just such an underutilized you know facility as far as northeast ohio wrestling goes um you, you know it's just uh it's second to none in this area and you know especially with the guest trainers and people that pop in and um just uh just the level and volume of you know classes that we do a week at this point um we really want to do a better job of showcasing that and and promoting that and advertising that so if you're interested in being a wrestler just uh, email dominic at aiwrestling.com and we'll get you set up with a uh, tour of the facility Hell yeah! Well, anything, uh, anything else you want to get to before we get out of here? Is a healthy little dose. Uh, the card is going to change this week. I'm clocking in a little over an hour. This this one. No, I think I'm, I'm good. Um, yeah, nothing. All right. Well, for myself, for John Thorne, for AIW, thanks for coming this week, and we'll see you again.